Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around. We are about to listen to the Scarface Tubby Show. Yay! How exciting! <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. Check, check, check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, nine, nine. Scarface Tubby. Sound check. Reporting to you live from the war room. One of them solo dolo joints, not me. My fucking favorite. We're gonna play some music before we get into the fucking meat and potatoes. This record right here is called Screens Falling, Currency, Jermaine Dupree. One of my favorite songs of the last several months. I'm gonna smoke some weed, let this shit rock. Scarface Tubby Show. We linked up later, night turned the morning. Spit the Android, I'm from New Orleans. Never said I run the city, but I hold it down for Last night was awesome. Scarface Tubby. Wanna book a nigga for, for a repeat, repeat performance. Say I'm not the type of nigga that you meet often. That you meet often, bitch. Hold on. Oh, shit. See, I dip out of town, then I, I come back, back home. home. Spin that bag on the Chevy, sit that bitch on chrome. And for that, I'm known. Ask what I do. Get them painted up pretty, then I slide them through. I got a situation, but I got a thing for you. It's hella complicated, but I always think of you. Uh. Put the bumper to the pavement on my 62 L. Brush your picture on the trunk because you're beautiful. What you trying to do? What you trying to be? It'll be a whole lot easier if you roll with me. A slice of red velvet cake and some Joe to see. Jagged edge all This is my shit, boy. This is my shit. Game dirty, they don't play fair. But I'm married to the ground and I'm gonna stay there. Slinging products online like Wayfair. My garage got rides like your state fell. Solo Dolo episode from the motherfucking war room. Episode 124. Real shit. Real shit. Cause you're beautiful. But what you trying to do? What you trying to be? It'd be a whole lot easier if you roll with me. My boy spitting game, boy. He said his shit got a tape player. Some of you motherfuckers listening don't even know what a cassette tape looks like. Crazy. Little motherfucking whippersnappers. <laughs> it's your boy. Another solo dolo episode from the motherfucking war room. Scarface Tebby Show, thank you for listening. We've had a productive week, or, or excuse me, a productive month already. Happy July, everybody. It's only the 8th, and this is the third episode of the fucking month. Some of y'all motherfuckers don't even get three episodes in a month. You got three episodes within the first fucking eight days? Nine days, actually, because you guys are getting this tomorrow on the 9th. In nine days, y'all motherfuckers already got three episodes? See? I could turn this shit up whenever I want, motherfuckers. I could turn this shit up whenever I want. I could put out a goddamn episode every other day if I really wanted to, motherfuckers. Just saying, man. Anywho's, let's play one more shit. Let's play one more motherfucking song and then we'll get to the album of the day. I want to play one more record. Uh, what's one that I think you guys should listen to? Uh, let me share, let me share. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is a song that I've been playing for the last week and a half fucking consistently. Uh, this record right here is called Dangerous Derringer. 
Sauce Walker, Conway the Machine, produced by Derringer, Griselda Records. You either know or you don't. This shit goes hard. Scarface, take We'll play this one and then we'll get into the album of the day. I'm gonna let some music play. I'm gonna bless y'all. These solo dola episodes, I'm gonna give y'all more music. All I gotta do is just shut the fuck up, which obviously is so hard for me. It's so hard. Sauce Walker is based out of Houston, Texas. I think at one point he had a problem with Drake. Him and his boys had some shit with Drake. Some Houston shit. I forgot what it was about. Sauce Walker been around for a while. The nerds know. The H Town rap homies know. Apparently, this is gonna be a whole project of Sauce Walker over Derringer beats. I, for one, super excited. Scarface, tell me, show off, shut the fuck up. It's TSF, check, nigga. TSF, baby. Sauce family. Nigga. I think this was called. Nigga. Like. Like. Never saw his wife again. We like to win, but hang with losers. Real shit. I hang out with a bunch of losers, dude. I love them all, though. I love every one of them. I, too, once was a loser, actually. I don't even know why I say once was. I'm currently a fucking loser. Don't let my uh, nice job and my fucking four-bedroom fucking pod pad fool you. Your boy ain't got nothing together over here, dude. <laughs> I'm still in shambles. I'm always gonna be in shambles, motherfucker. Real shit, baby. Money don't change shit, baby. You just eat a little bit better. Still got the same problems. Certain shit money can't fix, motherfuckers. Dropping gems on y'all little whippersnappers right now. Y'all just think I'm just talking shit. A little bit of both. Conway. Jewelry one of none, the money come, I'ma go off. Never was a bum, the summer come, I'ma show off. Your boy just got back from fucking uh Vegas. Me and little Yeezy Ma went down there. Got fucking sick. I think the fucking heat mixed with the air conditioning in the hotel fucked me up. I came back sick. I've been fucked up for the last two weeks, honestly. Goddamn Vegas got me. I didn't even party, man. Man, let's get this fucking album, dog. Let's get this. So, yeah, that was Dangerous Derringer. That shit's been uh, fucking on my steady rotation over here. What else I got in my fucking recently added? Uh, fucking uh, Sean Hemp put me onto this girl. I don't know how to pronounce the name properly. I think it's Maeta. Maeta. She is an R&B soul singer. She's got an album call, uh, called When I Hear Your Name. Uh, I was riding around with Sean Hemp out to Girdwood last weekend to go check out the Brother Buffalo show. He was playing me some music that uh, I ain't heard of. And uh, yeah, he put me onto this girl named Maeta. Maeta? Maeta? She's fucking hot as shit. Great album. Uh, there's a young uh, there's a young local cat here in Anchorage, Alaska named Goodlow. Raid City Goodlow. And uh, he put out a tape, A Cold Day in the Rage. I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to it completely. But he's got uh, a banger out. Uh, he's got a video for it. Uh, what song is it? I think it's Nothing. Uh, banger. Uh, shout to Goodlow. Don't even know the kid. Hopefully one day I can have him over here. Uh, he looks a little gangster though. I don't. 
don't know if he those type. Here's my thing. Certain individuals, I want them to come over to the show and hang out, but I have a certain sense of humor and a certain way about me that I know can come off as maybe annoying or maybe even uh, crosses certain lines. And uh, I'm not trying to get shot, man. Okay, what album are we doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I was like, what album should I fucking do? Uh, you know, here's the thing about the solo Dola episodes. Uh, sometimes it's hard for me to pick because there's so many albums that I want to do. Um, and so yesterday I was thinking about it and just randomly on my timeline, uh, Noriega of CNN, Capone Noriega, we've done uh, an episode on CNN. I think we did the war report. I think that was me and my boy peanut. Anywho's Noriega, AKA Nori, AKA uh, podcast dude from drink champs for the youngins that don't know his rap background. Uh, Noriega had a classic album that came out on July 7th, 1998. It was uh, his solo debut album. So Noriega was part of CNN, Capone and Noriega, him and his boy Capone. Uh, they put out The War Report. They put out um, The Reunion. They are a respected rap group out of fucking uh, Queens. And uh, this is his first solo project, and it's a classic. This came out when I was 17 years old, and this album's got a bunch of bangers on it in the hip-hop community, particularly the East Coast. This is a classic album. Anywho's, apparently uh, it fucking dropped on July 7th, 1998. I don't even know how many years that is. My math is I'm fucking high as shit right now. It's the anniversary. Today's July 8th, so whatever. Hold on. I'm fucking high. Siri, what is 2023 minus 1998? It's 25. 25 years. So that fucking album is 25 years old as of yesterday. And uh, I love this album. And uh, I figured, fuck it. He's also a podcast host, right? So there's a lot of uh, things that we could talk about today. I'm high as shit. I'm rambling. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do the solo debut album by Noriega, N-O-R-E, which stands for N-Bombs on the Run Eaton. I can't say it. You know what it means. N-Bombs on the Run Eaton. Dude's on the run eaten, basically. He's on the move, right? Guys are on the move. They're making money. They're bending the block. They're, tur they're turning corners. You got to eat while on the run. Kind of like Brad Pitt from Ocean's Eleven. You always notice in all the scenes, he's like eating while on the go. Motherfuckers get into the bag, know what I mean? Fucking hot shit right now. Ocean's Eleven, one of my favorite movies of all time. Great movie. I've seen it probably 30 times. Never gets old. Uh, Where are we? Oh, yeah. N-O-R-E, an acronym for N-Bombs on the Run Eaten, is the debut solo studio album by American rapper Noriega. It was released on July 7th, 1998 via Penalty Recordings. Penalty Recordings was a rap label back in the day. Uh, fairly prominent. Had a, lot of, uh, had a lot of dope rappers on there. I don't think they're around anymore. Uh, the recording sessions took place at Criteria Studios in Miami. Noriega is a Queensbridge, New York rapper, but he's got strong ties to Miami. Uh, he lives in Miami. Uh, him and DJ EFN have a podcast called Drink Champs. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. Uh, that's based out of Miami. Noriega is kind of like Fat Joe, where he's a New York dude, but he's got a lot of ties in Miami. Uh, I felt the need to say that. Uh, recording sessions took place at Criteria Studios in Miami, uh, Hit Factory, blah, 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 all a bunch of fucking cool-ass studios. Uh, the production was handled by Trackmasters, legendary hip-hop duo. They did a lot of R&B shit, too. L.E.S. L.E.S. is a uh, producer that most of y'all don't know, and most even main, or most big hip-hop fans might not know L.E.S. He's a producer based out of New York. He did a lot of dope shit for Noriega, Nas, a lot of the uh, Queens dudes. Dame Grease did some beats on here. DJ Clue, Easy LP, Duro, Marley Marr, uh, Naishi Myrick from the hit, uh, the, excuse me, the Hitmen. 
Swiss Beats, the Neptunes. The Neptunes uh, started blowing. Er, the Neptunes were already dope producers, but this uh, kind of got the Neptunes production out there. They did a couple tracks on this album that are fucking classics. Uh, guest appearances are uh, f- guest appearances from uh, Mussolini and Maze, duo that a lot of people don't know, uh, but they're big. They were big for a brief period of time over in the Queens Bridge area. Uh, Swiss Beats is on this motherfucker. The Neptune, or excuse me, I'm reading the fucking produ- production list. I'm high as shit. Uh, the guest appearances: Big Pun, Busta Rhymes, Cameron, Carl Thomas, Chico DeBarge, Jadakiss, Kid Capri, Cool G, Rap, The Goat, Nas, Spliff Star, and Styles P. The album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200, and uh, apparently it went gold. Uh, uh, effective 1998, September 15th, 500,000 copies. Huh? For some reason, I thought that album went platinum. The album contains the hit single Super Thug, which peaked at number 36. We don't give a fuck about the numbers and we don't give a fuck about Billboard. Super Thug is a banger. We'll get to it. I'm rambling like I always do. Solo dolo episode. You, me, the fucking kids are gone. The family's gone. They've been in Utah. They get back in a couple days. I've only got a couple days left of just peace and serenity and solitude. So you and me, we're going to get intimate one more time, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of them solo dolo joints. My favorite. Noriega. N-O-R-E. And bombs on the run eaten. Let me find the album. I know I've got it in my shit already somewhere. I listen to this album. Uh, I, I I won't say I listen to it often, but every once in a while I get in the mood to fucking listen to a couple of the bangers on this project. It's got a lot of shit on here. Okay, let's do it. Okay, actually, I've only got three songs in my library, so we got to get the whole album. Let me do this. My boy Rodney would chime in right now. That's why you got to buy the album. You got to buy the album. Okay. N-O-R-E, Noriega, 1998. I'll shut up. I'm mega high. When am I not, though? This is the jump off track one. Scarface Tubby. (laughs) I hate these fucking intros and these skits. The the acting is so terrible. It's coming out right now. Like, the fake laugh kills me. Ain't that some funny shit? Let's get right to track two, dude. This... Is a motherfucking classic. You hear me? You hear me out there? This is a motherfucking classic. This is banned from TV. Fucking Noriega, Cameron, Styles P, Jadakiss, Big Pun, Nature. This is one of those records where Jadakiss and Styles P do the back to back bars. This is a goddamn classic. Produced by Swiss Beats. Oh shit! I ain't heard this shit in a minute! I used to fucking listen to this shit on the way to school in high school. One of the greatest posse cuts of all time. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. The guy rapping right now is Nature. He used to be one of uh, Nas's homies. Then they had a falling out. Nature's got some bangers. Make it seem easy. Okay, here comes the fucking banger verses. Peep this. 
Big pun, rest in peace. Big pun, Terror Squad. We gotta do a big pun album again. We gotta do no. Oh wait, we already did it. We already did Capital Punishment. That's right. We gonna let this whole song rock. Some of you motherfuckers never heard this shit. You need to. Cameron right here. Mediocre verse. Cameron should never get on a song with the locks or big pun ever. Did I tell you guys that Swiss Beats made this? I forgot. Scarface Tubby Show episode 125. Love y'all motherfuckers. Keep this verse. Okay, I'm gonna pause it and I'm gonna proceed. Listen to Jadakiss and Styles. I think I've talked about this on a previous fucking episode. I don't give a fuck. The Jadakiss Styles P back to back where they finish each other's lines. Some of the best shit in hip hop. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Listen to this shit. Panero and kiss the crystal white fluffy parts that are come back with See the plan is the stash y'all cash y'all So we so strong you gotta, gotta put, put it in glass jars Niggas try to smoke me out me out the rim on my new joint be poking out I'm gonna kill somebody right now Where's my gun? Where's my gun? About to start shooting the ceiling, bro. Shit that they kick in your ear when your soul drift in the air. My gift is half right, and when I spit it's a tear. That shit is dropped down my eye. I'm too tired to cry. And I ain't never seen a nigga that's too live to die. They say you get what you ask for. Get it cause you ask for it. Any better had a cash for it. gonna be around till your body rot. And if the feds bring us in, we get the same time God he got. Man, we don't even want to hear Noriega's verse, dude. Let's go to this next record. This is I Love My Life featuring Carl Thomas. Okay, let's just address let's address something right now. And I've talked about this with a couple of my friends. Noriega, who I love, who is responsible for three classic albums. He's uh, fucking, he, him and CNN did the War Report. That is deemed a classic within the hip-hop community. They put out another album several years later called The Reunion. To a lot of us, classic album. Then Noriega put out this solo project. This is a classic album. So in his catalog, he's got three classics, yet he's a mediocre rapper. And when I say mediocre, I'm being generous. Dude's fucking trash. Matter of fact... Just to prove my point, let's go back to that band from TV. You heard all those other verses, exquisite verses. Listen to Noriega's verse. Let me, let me get back. Listen to this shit. The verse, I think he may have freestyled it and he may have been drunk. The beat's so hard and the good, the song's so good, though. Listen to Noriega's shit, dude. I feel like it'd be disrespectful not to play his verse on this shit. So here you go. Sex with eight. Now my section is good. Dogged out, 
He said, we used to be on Section 8, now our section is good. He, so a lot of people know Noriega likes to drink. Some people would say he's an alcoholic, got a drinking problem. I believe he was drunk when he made this verse. That's my theory. That's my theory. Okay, okay, so uh, you guys get it, right? Not the greatest rapper. Super entertaining. Uh, he's he's one of those guys that is proof that as long as you're charismatic, if you're charismatic and you can get some dope beats, man, you, you hey, you don't gotta be fucking, you don't, we can't all be Nas. We can't all be Nas. But yeah, Noriega is probably, uh, out of all the elites in the New York rap scene of that time, he's probably when we can, like technical skill, probably on the bottom of the list that's that's a bold statement because there's a lot of whack new york rappers a lot of great ones a lot of terrible ones noriega is probably the most successful out of the terrible ones <laughs> this record right here is called i love my life featuring carl thomas you remember carl thomas dude from bad boy the singer really ugly this is produced by easy lp legendary producer I gotta start giving you guys a little bit more information about these songs and these artists and the credits. Easy LP, legendary producer back in New York. When I was growing up, as far as the underground New York scene, LP is highly respected. Easy LP. Not to be mistaken with LP from uh, Run the Jewels. Ginger fat white boy. Not same different guy, different guy. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, this has been a productive month. Episode 123, King Koo, great episode. I just this morning put out episode 124, Stranger, with uh, Zane Penny. Really good episode. Shout out to my boy Zane. I love that fucking kid. Y'all are getting this shit. That's three episodes. I got a couple other episodes in the tuck. Might fuck around and get five or six episodes this month, baby. You never know. We never know shit. I think the record, I think, is seven in one month. I think I put out seven in one month. I'm going to try to at least consistently give you guys four episodes a month. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. This is the day I used to run with Rob Crawford, Troy Outlaw, Freddie Bedrock, and Joe Wood. Burning in Timbo, Sanduna, and Shaw Shout out to my boys, Brother Buffalo. Fucking went out to Girdwood last weekend to go watch one of their shows at the High Tower Pub. Me and Booster ate some shrooms, had a great old time. Ashley Young was out there, Mevlano was out there, Six Star was out there. Went back over to the Brother Buffalo cabin, fucking smoked a Marty missile. Y'all, do y'all know what a Marty missile is? Google that shit, bruh. It's a goddamn one pound joint. Motherfucker Sean Hemp and them boys, they got way too much weed. Anywho, we were smoking on the Marty missile. I never, I haven't had a weed hangover in a long time. I had a weed hangover from that shit. The boys are out in Girdwood this weekend right now. Actually, probably as I'm doing this taping. Forest Fair. I might head out there later on tonight. I might just get high, watch these fights tonight, and just stay my fat ass here. Either one. But shout out to Brother Buffalo. Make sure you go, you guys go check out their social media site uh, pages. They've got their tour dates. They're all over the place this month. Go check them out. 
Alright, alright, let's go to this next record, N-O-R-E. That last record is pretty cool, but this one's a banger. This one's a banger, N-O-R-E, produced by Poke and Tone, Trackmasters, legendary hip-hop duo. We're gonna let this shit rock for a little bit. Scarface, let me show I'm high. Step on your toes, fucking your hoes. Hey, reacting, take tone, stay in my clothes. Keep asking why I keep bucking your foes. Getting sucked now from my fucking neck to my toes. Still shooting decent, throwing grenades at the precinct. Anywhere Guinness, bad niggas are getting finished. Stashing it, my niggas fastin' it. Getting head in the whip and not getting head in the whip and not crashing it. I haven't got head in the whip since I was probably in my early 30s. Man, now that I'm thinking about it, that's kind of depressing. I haven't got head in the whip in a minute. Actually, I can remember the last time I got head in the whip. My first sucked me off in the parking lot when she was like six months pregnant. 13 and a half years ago. Fuck, that's hell depressing, dog. Gotta do something about that, playboy. Might have to bleep some of that shit out. That was a little, that was a little excessive even for my own life. <laughs> shit. I'm pretty sure my fucking oldest is listening to my shit, man. This little motherfucker got an Instagram account and started watching my stories. My daughter's got a very unique name. So when I see her name as the viewers on my story, right? You know, your boy, I went straight to fucking block. That little motherfucker probably woke up the next day, tried to look at my shit, realized I was no longer there. And she was like, oh, shit. He caught me. At least change your fucking name, yo. At least change your name, little water. You're probably listening to my podcast, even though I told you don't listen to this shit, because this shit is not fucking age-appropriate, but whatever. Your dad, this, ain't, this ain't your dad's fucking first rodeo. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I woke up, I was in Vegas. I woke up, I looked at my stories, I saw her little name on my fucking viewers. I was like, ah, blacky black. Blacky black. Hey. She's listening to this shit right now in a room at her mom's house. Pissed off. Don't worry, baby. I love you. When you're a little bit older, I'll, I'll open it. I'll open up this world to you. Got a few more years, though. <laughs> I hate the fact that uh, I hate the fact that I'm ta- I was just talking to my daughter. And now we're going into this next track, which is the head interlude. I usually don't play rap skits. If you're a longtime listener, you know I, I typically skip skits. But this skit I have to play because it was like an inside joke between me and my friends in high school. This song is about a dude trying to talk this girl into giving him head. And then it goes into the next song, which is one of my favorite Noriega songs called Head. But I feel it's necessary to play this skit. If my daughter's listening, I I need you to get off right now. (laughs) Right now, little motherfucker. Get off right now. Alright. He's talking to Shorty, trying to to get her to give him top. It works. The very end is the joke that me and my buddies always said to each other. Oh, yo, deep though there. Oh, yo. Don't even sound real. Oh, play suck my balls. Just suck my balls. Come on, just suck my balls. Ball sucking is not my steez, dude. Squeeze my sack, yo. Too sensitive. Too sensitive. Yeah, Reese. Oh shit, yo, suck my dick, yo. Take that, yo, deep though. Oh, 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 shit, yo. Terrible acting. Yo, yo, god damn. Fuck man. Oh shit Yo take Oh Don't squeeze it Don't squeeze it Don't squeeze it Oh shit What the fuck Oh Get off me now Get off me Get off me <laughs> When he says get off me Get off Get off So Throughout high school Me and my boys Just randomly Just for no reason Be like oh, Get off me Get off me Get off me Probably should have said pause 
I, I don't I don't think I ever followed that up with pause now that I'm looking back. Damn it. A little bricked up right now. I should probably pause this and come back later. Nah, let's go to this next record. Like I can wait. This record right here is called Head, featuring Nature. This is one of my favorite Noriega songs. Not very lyrically intricate, but the beat is dope. The hook is super catchy, and it's about getting head. Who doesn't love that? Hey, Scarface, heavy show. I sure hope to God my daughter's not listening to this episode. Y'all heard the motherfucker in the beginning of the show You heard my girl Nicole She told y'all Listener discretion is advised If y'all decided to proceed That's on y'all motherfuckers man (laughs) You notice how I let it slip The name of the girl who does the intro Some of y'all caught that huh <laughs> well played. Good catch. I used to ride around 17 years old. I had a Mazda pickup truck. I used to hot box that shit with my little with my little shorty, whoever the shorty was at the time. We just drive around Fairbanks, hot boxing. Getting high. Getting top in the Mazda in the Mazda pickup truck. Good times. And not crashing it. Get head in the whip and not crashing it. Hey, favorite position. Get on some head shit. Give me some head. Man, I can really use some of that right now. I'm letting some of this music rock. I'm trying to do better, especially on these solo dolo joints. Especially y'all motherfuckers educating y'all motherfuckers. I almost did goddamn culture album by Migos. For some reason, I felt like doing it, and then I saw this shit. I think I made the right choice. I think I made the right choice. Hey, that's a fucking old head answer for sure. I don't give a fuck. Hey man, I was listening to the goddamn King Koo episode And uh, I'm gonna start putting some signs up on this goddamn war room walls, man If y'all motherfuckers are listening And you guys are people that come over to the war room When I've got guests talking If you're going to also chit chat Go outside, go upstairs I got a nice fucking living room up there with a big TV Goddamn Sean Hamp, Booster Gold, fucking Drew P The last couple episodes there's a bunch of motherfuckers talking in the background We gotta stop that shit, man I'm gonna start putting up signs in this bitch Doing this for you, the listeners. Better show, right? I'm trying to make the best ignorant ass program I can for y'all, man. Booster Gold, you can no longer eat fucking chips in here either. That's the other thing. Motherfuckers can't be eating fucking shit in fucking plastic bags. Do that shit upstairs. Only soft foods in the war room here on out. Soft foods and liquids. <laughs> you can only eat pho and rice. Bean burritos in this motherfucker. Here on out. You heard me? You heard me? Alright, let's go to this next record. This one right here is called It's Not a Game. A lot of people look from the outside in, thinking that it's easy, man. You know what I'm saying? Not realizing. I can't wait to do some shrooms and watch that movie Oppenheimer, dude. I'm excited. Getting our hands dirty just like y'all. But y'all think y'all better. 
Shout out to my boy Rick Beal. My boy Rick Beal's talking to me about doing a podcast, his own shit. He got a pretty catchy little title. I won't say it. We coming, baby. We got Rick Beal's gonna come out with some shit. My boy fucking Sean Hemp, Barely Blunt Podcast is coming. Shout out to my boy. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. I can't refer to him as my boy because we're not the most friendly, but... Not that there's any issues, but I would like to shout out Mike Pederock. I do want to say that. I brought him up in a King Koo episode. I do want to give him a shout out. I was going to say my boy, but I haven't seen that guy in years. And the last interaction wasn't the most pleasant, but I have no problems with Mike Pederock. I do want to state that. And I do want to say I support him and his show. Same way I support my boys over at Alaska Wild Project. Shout out to my boy Cody, Crude Magazine, Crude, uh, Crude Conversations. I'm actually going to go to Denver. Me and him got some shit for y'all. We just fucking came up with some some new ideas. I'm about to go down there and see my boy. But yeah, shout out to all the, the creators, man. We need more creators. Shout out to the coffee girl, the, the uh, indigenous girl with the coffee show. Who else has got some shit out there? Uh, my boy Mark. Mark Hoffman's got some shit. Shane, Last Rocketeer, he's got a he's got a program. Some nerdy crypto shit, I think. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> but yeah, man. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get a little mushy for a little bit and just I want everyone out there that's making shit to know that I am not against y'all. I don't hate on y'all. I honestly want this shit to grow just like the rap scene. And it will. The guys that want to do it, they're gonna do it. And hopefully they're everyone's just cool. Hopefully everyone's just cool. We can build something, you know what I mean? Alright, I'm done. I'm done right now. Shout out to everybody. I love everybody. Not really. This record right here is Fiesta, featuring Kid Capri, legendary DJ. Produced by Poke and Tone of the Trackmasters. Legendary duo. We gonna let this shit rock. We got some UFC fights today. I'm excited. The boys want me to go out to goddamn Girdwood, but as the day continues, I think I'm going to stay here. It's 1 o'clock right now. I'm going to do this shit for y'all. I'm going to order some goddamn food and watch these fights get super high. Shout out to Treehouse. I've been smoking on that Gary Payton lately. That Gary Payton's fire, boy. That's that fire, boy. Shout out to my girl Maria back with Shorty. We'll go to the hook and then we'll go to the next shit. We're going to speed this up a little bit. I'm going to be honest. There's like two more songs that are dope. A lot of skippers. <laughs> a lot of skippers. It is deemed a classic though. This album is deemed a classic off the strength of the songs that are known as bangers. This is one of them. This was, these were hot back in 98 when I was 17. You should have seen me. I had white contacts in. I used to dye my hair all types of colors. I was the real. T- I was. I was Takashi before Takashi, aesthetically, not as a person, not as a person. Ah. Ooh, almost threw up on the computer just now. Gross. Dude, this one's a banger. I forgot how much I like this one. We gonna let it rock a little bit longer. Scarface, Timmy Joe. Scarface, Timmy Oh yeah, no more food wrappers, no more talking in the background, and I'm going to get us a fourth mic. Sean Hemp, I hope you're listening. I'm going to go get a fourth mic. We're going to have four mics in the war room. You heard me? You heard me? My mom is coming, uh, going to stay with me for the month of August. So there probably won't be a lot of taping going on in August. Don't worry, I'm gonna go, I got a lot of shit for y'all to fucking, you guys won't even notice. But while, while my mom is here... I'm going to get that fourth mic. I'm going to get another goddamn uh, interface. 
This shit's gonna be super lit, yeah. Scarface, here we go. Never gave a nigga pussy. Hey, yeah, this one's for y'all. I make one for y'all. All right, next record, Forty Island. This one's for the heads. This one is for the fucking heads. Featuring Cool G Rap. Legendary. Legendary. When we talk about legendary New York rappers, there's not too many above Cool G Rap. Mussolini is also on this shit. Another thing. This record is produced by Marley Marr. Legendary producer DJ. If you're in the hip-hop scene, if you love hip-hop and you're older than 30, I'm sure you know who Marley Marr is. Banger. I'm still thinking about head. Would you ever be able to be in a relationship with a girl that would, does not like to give head? Or if you're a lady listening, which I know there's none, maybe other than Helen. <laughs> could you be with somebody that refuses to give oral sex? No fucking way, Sunshine. No way, Sunshine. I dated a girl for five years. I won't say her name, but back in my 20s, I dated a girl for several years who was not big into giving head. She thought it was demeaning. She thought it was demeaning and belittling. Put a kink in the relationship. Put a kink in the relationship. Never again. I can never put myself in a toxic relationship like that ever again. 40 Island. Noriega. Cool G Rap Mussolini. We gotta hear Cool G Rap's verse before we go to the next joint. How are we looking on time right now? Oh shit, we're only 36. Oh, I thought we've been. I thought I've been rambling for an hour. I'd be talking so goddamn much. I, I lose all concept of time. We're good. We're good. Noriega is known as a drink champ, kind of also known as an alcoholic. I know Nas is an alcoholic. I know I don't know if Nas is currently drinking, but Nas is notoriously known for being a drunk, which you would never think because he seems like such an intelligent guy. Homie loves the booze. Conway the Machine, notable alcoholic. He actually raps about it. He's kind of got a reason. He's kind of got a reason. If I got fucking shot and half of my face was fucking look like mashed potatoes, I'd probably get drunk every day too, dude. Yeah, my man's fucking, my man looks like his half his face looks like a fucking bowl of mashed potatoes. Oh, That's that joke, might come back and kick my ass one day. <laughs> I might come back up here for sundown and beat the shit out of me. It'd be an honor to get my ass kicked by Griselda, dude. <laughs> Got my ass kicked by fucking bigger losers. <laughs> cool G Raps coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. Scarface Debbie Show. <laughs> uh, I'm stupid. We haven't done the Cool G Rap album, but we definitely need to very soon. Very soon. Niggas kidnapping white feasts. We're half colors, Italian knifeys. 
The godfather of the grimy street rap. All grimy New York street rap. Cool G rap is her dad, man. Cool G rap is dad. Scarface Tubby Show, motherfucker. You know what it is? You know what it is? Shout out to Queensbridge. Shout out to New York City. Shout out to all the boroughs. Oh, shit. What's up, everybody? This is Irish Dave, and you're listening to the Scarface Toby Show. Noriega is uh, got a podcast, Drink Champs. I'm sure, most of you know about it. Um, the rap podcast thing is starting to build, right? There's a bunch of dope programs right now. Um, you've got Drink Champs. Obviously, you got Joe Budden shit. You've got Million Dollars Worth of Game. You've got 85 South, who has rappers on there. Um, uh, uh, some of y'all know uh, Math Hoffa. He's got a, a podcast. I haven't listened to it. Tack Stone, who's now doing like fucking a bajillion years in jail. He had a podcast early on that was really dope. But yeah, there's a lot of dope rap podcasts. Um, and then, of course, you got this one. The greatest one of them all. A dude in a fucking small ass room in a house in Alaska who's just sitting back and just watching everything locally, worldwide, just analyzing it, dissecting it, breaking it down, educating the youth. A lot of great rap, rap podcasts. I was going to start ranking them, but you know what? None of the motherfuckers hold a candle to this shit, motherfuckers. You heard me? You heard me? Shit. Shit. This next record right here is called The Way We Live. Featuring Chico the Barge, R&B singer from the 90s, produced by L.E.S., legendary producer out of New York. Yeah. Chico the Barge was a fucking handsome man. Probably bagged many a bitches, many a bitches. All right, let's go to this next record. Oh, this is Animal Thug Interlude. We're skipping that. This record right here is called Change. The change. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I remember this one. Okay. Okay. I recognize that beat. That's a. I think that's a beat that's been used a few times. Kind of sounds like that DMX song on fucking the Rough Rider shit. All right. This next record right here. Probably his biggest record. This is what set it off for Noriega. This is what set it off for this album. And this is kind of what set it off for the Neptunes. This is Super Thug. This album's success and Noriega's career. A lot of it had to do with this record. Scarface Tubby Show episode 125 from the War Room. You know what it is. It's Super Tubs. Super Tubs. In the Philippines. Shout to Trad Hugo. He has a mansion. Pharrell Williams. I forgot the, the third guy, the other guy. What was his name? The black dude? I forgot. I told you I was a fire breathing dragon. I was destroying these motherfuckers. Hey yo, we light a candle, run laps around the English Channel. Neptunes, I got a cock and spaniel. We on the run now, you know it ain't no fun 
now. Oh, hey. yeah, don't know. Niggas can't even come now. Make hey. the law, nigga, break it. I don't care. But when you get caught, remember that. I don't care. In the R.E. Blood throughout the atmosphere. Let me now we on the run. Yo, if that ain't clear. Weak niggas want to snitch. Yo, but that ain't fair. Yo, we down in Vegas. But these guys too courageous. You know I'm on the run. I got on the treadmill today for the first time in fucking months. Ran a mile. Uh, uh, let me. Uh, I won't say ran. I jogged. I jogged a mile. But first time getting on a treadmill in months. I'm gonna try to do it every day. I feel great today. I haven't done shit in months. I haven't done a push up. I stretch, but that's about it. But I've got like no energy, no discipline. I'm just fucking dragging ass. I gotta get off my fucking fat ass and start being active. And I made the, I made the decision today to do something about it. Some of y'all might need some of y'all might needed to hear that shit. You know what I mean? I know there's a couple of y'all listening to this shit that are fat as fuck. It's okay. I know you don't like it. If the Scarface Tubby Show, if this is what it takes for you to wake up and get off your ass and get active, hey, I'm right there with you, man. I'm fat as fuck right now, too, dog. The only thing, the only thing hard on me right now is my. Hey, you know, blue juice, blue juice. I love him. I love him. I love him. Please sponsor me. Let's be real. It's the beat and it's that what what what. It's not Noriega's verses. It's just this. This right here is hard. This shit was played so much in the '90s. So simple. So easy. Classic. Superstar. Or superstar. Whatever. This record right here is called The Story featuring Maze. Oh shit. I don't remember that. Damn, that shit escalated quickly, dude. I was not prepared for that. Let's go to this next record. Mathematics. Or, ma- excuse me, Mathematics. Mathematics. Parentheses. Esta loca. Produced by DJ Clue and Duro. Duro is DJ Clue's partner in Desert Storm. All the fabulous shit that you guys heard over the years. DJ Clue and Duro, dog. I told you, I'm educating y'all motherfuckers, man. We'll play a little bit of this. This shit's mid. Hey, yo, my family's half Latin king, half god body. Half Latin king, half god body. Y'all don't know what that shit is. Little whippersnappers, little pussy ass liberal cucks. Y'all listen to that little Uzi album? <laughs> Hot you think, uh, you think Governor Dunleavy listens to my shit at all? Yo, so I found this thing on Instagram yesterday. It's called Buns and Basketball. Say goodbye to the NBA. LeBron who? Even the crew league? They're out of here. Buns and Basketball. If you got an Instagram, just type in Buns and Basketball. Hit follow. Thank me later. Now I'm in the now I'm in the basketball. Oh. All right, 
this record right here is called The Assignment, featuring Busta Rhymes, Spliff Star, and Maze. Spliff Star was Busta Rhymes' hype man, the little guy that was always with Busta Rhymes in the videos and on the song, on the on the stage and everywhere. That's Spliff Star. While you're halfway dug, sounding halfway butt. If you ain't wait, bust the bus, then shut the fuck up. I got a couple cool uh, Noriega randoms for you once this album is done. We'll keep this one. We're gonna try to, we're gonna try to keep this one under an hour. It's your boy. Scarface Tabby Shell. This album's called N Bombs on the Run Eating. What are some of your favorite foods to eat while on the run? I'm always eating something on the run. Why do you think I hit up Taco Bell so often? The Fiesta Veggie Burrito, super, super easy to eat while driving. I do like the cheese quesadillas at Taco Bell, but you can't eat them while driving. It'll it'll more than likely become a mess. Um, I love hitting up Zorba's. I try to get a, I try to get a gyro here and there from time to time. Fucking like them. They're not as good as Suvlaki in Fairbanks. There's a place in Fairbanks, Alaska. For those that have never been to Fairbanks, Alaska, there's a place there called Suvlaki at Pioneer Park. When it comes to euros or whatever the fuck you want to call them, Suvlaki's got the best in the state of Alaska. I said it. I said it, motherfuckers. Zorba's is cool. Zorba's is cool. It ain't got shit on Suvlaki and Fairbanks, yeah. Don't you know we more to the end? Battlefield shit. Flip mode squads in there. I wonder how many times the word what is said on this album. Somebody should do a count on that. Somebody should do a, somebody somebody find out the information for me. Find out how many times the word what is said on the NORE album. I'll cash app you uh, $7.50. All right, let's go this next record. This record right here is called Body in the Trunk featuring Nasty Nas, produced by Dame Grease, who was affiliated with Rough Riders. Dame Grease did a lot of the DMX beats early on. This is a good one. This is this ain't like a commercial hit or nothing, but as far as like New York rap fans, this is a song that a lot of people like. Body in the Trunk. I'll shut up. I'ma load this bowl, let this shit rock. It must mean you sling it again. Yo, fuck it, y'all fuck them songs. He was on some stupid shit. Thinking he the real thing when he was just a duplicate. Saying that he hate our click, hate our shit, hate the firm album and the CNN click. Said he hate you and wish you ain't half a six. He had college. When Noriega raps with Nas, they got good music together, but he just sounds like a white belt next to a fucking master. You get hurt, fuck around though, probably with some old school shit. How bad you hit him up, God? Yo, he ghosts and shit. There's actually here's a little hip hop fucking history for y'all kids. These two were do- uh, were boys for a long time. They're boys now, but there was a brief period where Nas just kind of went off the rails. Got on like Power 105. He was having like beef with Hot 97. Uh, Nas goes to Power 105 and gets on the radio and just starts airing out hell of people. I think he's talked shit about 50. Uh, he, go, he, he goes off on a bunch of other people. I think he goes off on Cameron. But he t- on Power 105, he tells Noriega to step his fucking game up as far as being a rapper. And that his bars are trash. And I remember just thinking it was so hilarious. Because everybody already knows Noriega is not a great MC. But to have Nas go on Power 105, air out a bunch of New York rappers and tell Noriega that he's trash on the radio. Hilarious moment in the 90s rap shit. Nas just told him how it was. 
somebody in the trunk, son, so what's it gonna be? A nigga laying down cause he came for me. The son, I shot him in the parking lot. Right in there the may have been a fight in the club. The there may have been something. It may have escalated, yeah, if I remember correctly. Somebody got hit in the head with a bottle. Is what I recall, but I'll have to go do some research on that. Pop the trunk, son, let a nigga see who it is. Not now, son. Maintain and stick to the best. Yo, you hiding it. Let a nigga know what he riding with. Alright, son, calm down. Hey man, I was thinking of something. I was listening to the goddamn last couple episodes. You know how I'd be asking people about like who's their dream girl to bring on an island? I've said Salma Hayek a few times. And uh I think it's just, it's like the first thing that comes to my mind because when I was younger, Desperado, Dust Till Dawn came out. She was gorgeous. But I don't think Selma Hayek is like my numero uno. And I started trying to, I started really thinking about it the other day. Who would be my top five baddies, celebrity baddies that are alive all time? Selma Hayek is definitely up there. And when I, when I, when I give you this list, this is that individual in their prime, not currently. Selma Hayek is 56. Still got it. Still got it. I just saw a video on social media. Her swimming in a pool. Still a bad one. But uh, I'm going to try to give you guys my top five. Just uh, I've thought about it. I've got four. Four solid ones. I don't know about five. But your boy's top five famous baddies of all time. I think, I think Beyonce is still number one for me. She was for a long time. Beyonce might be number one. Then we've got Selma Hayek. This next one, you you guys are going to think of the woman now, but some of y'all are younger. Tyra Banks, when she was on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, man. Chef's kiss. And then, of course, I love uh, Lauren London. New, when she was new, new in ATL. ATL, Lauren London. Those are my four all time. There's so many people that I could put in that fifth spot. And I, I thought about it for about a day. And I don't know who I would put in that fifth spot. But those four are my top four dead or alive famous baddies for those that even gave a fuck. I think I needed to do this for me. I think I needed to say this out loud for me. This is more for me. Yeah. This record right here is called One Love. Oh. This is uh, him talking to Capone. I forgot about this. So this track, One Love, is it's a skit. And it's uh, Capone who, that's, I'm high. I'm all over the place. Capone and Noriega were a legendary rap group, and the reason why Noriega even went and did this solo project was because Capone went to prison. Capone went to prison for, I think, a few years. He came back. They did the reunion. So the the war report came out. Uh, Capone had to go do some time. Noriega then puts out this project, N-O-R-E, kind of blows up as a solo artist. And then I think a couple years after this, Capone gets out of prison, they reunite, they do the reunion, that album is a fucking classic, we'll probably end up doing that album down the road as well. But anyways, that's the fucking NORE album, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a classic, it's 25 years old as of yesterday, Noriega is a person that I respect in the rap world, I felt like it was just a good album to do on the fucking solo dolo weekend. Uh, Let's see what we got for randoms. I'll fucking do maybe I'm probably do like two or three randoms. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, man. I think Booster might be coming over. We might even do another pod today. I'm gonna watch these goddamn fights. 
uh, who's who do we got in the main event? We got fucking uh, Volkanovski is going to be fighting Yair Rodriguez for the featherweight championship. Uh, for those that are listeners that like MMA, uh, I believe that Volkanovski is probably going to win. I would like to see a Yair win because I love that Mexican belt that he's got. That custom Mexican belt, shit's fucking dope. Yair is also dope, but every time I bet against Volkanovski, he always wins. So I'm thinking Volkanovski will probably pull it off in the main event. And then we got my boy Brandon Moreno, one of my all-time favorites. He's going to be fighting a guy who's beat him twice already, uh, Alexandra Pantoja. I followed both Brandon and Pantoja when they're on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I've liked both of those guys from the jump. Pantoja's a fucking beast, though. And I know everybody loves Brandon. I love him. I'm going to predict that uh, Pantoja wins, beats him for a third time, and gets the belt. Uh, There's a couple other fights that don't really have much significance. But, yeah. UFC fights, those are my predictions. I'm putting this shit out tomorrow, so we'll see how I do. We'll see how I do. Shout out to my boy Johnny Kohler. He's got some parlays going. My man's in Vegas right now. I just saw him a couple weeks ago, spent a night with him at the MGM. I'm going back down there the end of August, bringing the pod gear. We're going to record some pods in Vegas. Sean Hamp, Grandpa G from Brother Buffalo, they're coming down. It's going to be fucking lit. It's going to be lit. Okay, I'm rambling. I'm getting distracted. Let's see. Uh, what else? What's, we'll, do, we'll, do two, we'll do maybe two, three songs. Two, three songs. I've already said that. So high, so high. He had an album called Melvin Flint the Hustler that was not that good, but there was a song on here that I really liked, and now all of a sudden, I can't remember what it was called. Let's figure this one out. Uh, you know, let's just pick this one. He's got a song called We Thugged Out featuring Missy Elliott. This is off Melvin Flint, the hustler. He put this out a year later, 99. Kind of a brick. Kind of a brick. Alright, that one's trash. That one's trash. This record right here is called Grimy. This is off the Violator soundtrack. This was kind. This was kind of hot. This was. I think this was one of the singles. My boy Chris nine nine seven zero nine had this album. Had this song when it came out. Played it regularly. It's not bad. Simple. All Noriega shit. It's simple though. I'm gonna find and see what else he's got. Oh, is this edited? Fuck, dude. Okay, let's play the fucking... Here we go, here we go. I'm an idiot. Oh, no, no, let's do this one. Let's do this one. Nothing. Some of y'all know this record. Some of y'all know this one. Okay, he's got... A I was like, damn, is all he got... Okay, I got. now I got one. I got one after this. We're going to close this shit out. May have been too high to pod today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I got suit. I got off the treadmill. I felt really good about myself, and then I blew my brains out with the weed. Yes, she was. I forgot about this one. Say what? That nigga's the man with his manager Chris and the label the jam still flossing, showing your rocks. Ain't you doing? You know what? We're gonna end it with this one. What am I? What am I gonna do after this one? Strapped with the baby tech, baby tech BT. Juicy at the bar, looking good in the brown dress. More than six shots and them things in the round yet. Actually, we'll do this one. We'll do this one. Hold up. 
This is a classic. I know I've already done the goddamn uh, War Report album, but this is a classic in the New York rap world. This is Blood Money. I told Booster Gold the other day when we were high on shrooms that I uh, I orgasm three to four times a day. I was like bragging to him about my sexual health and he said, that is depression. <laughs> Booster tells me it's depression. Brandon tells me it's autism. I'm starting to think I have both. <laughs> <laughs> a sex a sex addict slash fucking autistic fucking genius dude that's who this that's who I be that's who I be I need to get a fourth mic did I already say that oh yeah alright man I gotta say this on the show just so I gotta if I record it and I document it I gotta do it I gotta get on the treadmill at least 10 minutes every day I either gotta get on the treadmill 10 minutes every day or I gotta go outside and I gotta jog for 10 minutes every day no matter what, 10 minutes, that's it. If I can't fucking jog for 10 minutes, there's no excuse. There's no, I got 10 minutes. Everybody's got 10 minutes. I'm going to hold myself accountable. Consistency is key. Consistency is the key with everything. The show, life, your craft, whatever it is that you do. Small incremental steps, but consistency is key, right? There was a year I did push-ups every day. Some of y'all know about it. That was two years ago. I had such strong discipline then. My discipline is shot, and I'm I'm aware of it. I gotta change that. Starting today. If you've got something that you need to do that you know that you've been pushing off, let's do it together. Let's do it together. I don't think I'm gonna go crazy with the push-ups. I think my thing is I gotta I gotta start jogging. I gotta get my lungs going. Gotta, we gotta build my heart up. Should probably lift a little bit of weights too. Hey man, shout out to all the pretty girls out there, man. I love all y'all, man. Some of y'all support the podcast. You probably don't even listen to it, but there's a few of y'all that I know that like you know share it. It means a lot to me. Shout out to all the pretty girls out there across the world. I love y'all. Except the ones that be vaping all the time or chewing their nails. <laughs> I've already told you what I think about women who chew their fingernails off. Dirty little psychotic animals. But chicks who be vaping though, like seriously, let's talk about it. Chicks who be vaping, not even weed vapes. Like the vapes that don't even get you stoned. That's crazy. When you really think about it, right? You just be inhaling flavored potpourri. That don't even that doesn't even alter your state of consciousness. It's just be, it's just fucking up your lungs. That shit is worse than drinking non-caffeinated coffee or non-alcoholic beer. When you really think about it, you just sucking on fucking potpourri, just wasting your time, your money, and your health, bitch. I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> Crazy. I see y'all fucking bitches on fucking social media with your fucking vapes. God, it's a fucking mental illness, yo. <laughs> Shout out to all the pretty girls across the world that don't be chewing their nails off and sucking on vapes. I appreciate every single one of y'all. Tub life.